you. All right, so my message today, and God has been speaking to me about it for weeks. I feel like I've been preparing for you guys, so it should be really good, right? <laughs> it's um, beauty from ashes, and I just want to encourage you that when we go through any storm, to just keep your eyes on Jesus, and easier said than done, right? But I wanted to read um, in Isaiah 61, is, and my caption says, The Good News of salva Salvation, and it's New King James Version. For most of it, I know we have a lot of ESV users, but I looked up a lot of the verses, and they're pretty much the same, so we'll just stick with, with that. Um, let's pray first. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for every day that you give us, and thank you for this opportunity for me to speak to your church and your people, Father God. Holy Spirit, I ask that you guide me with everything that I say, Lord. Don't let me say something that is fleshly, and just I just pray that hearts are open to receive and that there is clarity, and I thank you so much. I thank you so much for that, Lord. You are just so good. I, I want to honor you, and I praise you. And I worship you all the time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to read a whole chapter of Isaiah 61, because it's really good. <laughs> it's the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and open the, of the prison to those who are bound. And how many of you guys know that he's still in that business, right? This is Old Testament, and how much more so, like Karina was saying, now that he is living inside of us, we have Jesus, we have Holy Spirit. He's just so much more there to, to do what we ask him to do. It's just so awesome. So verse 2, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planning of the Lord, that he may be glorified. And they shall rebuild the old ruins. They shall raise up the former desolations, and they shall repair the ruined cities, the desolations of many generations. Strangers shall stand there and feed your flocks. The sons of the foreigner shall be your plowmen and your vine dressers. But you shall be named priests of the Lord, like what Swanee was saying. We're kings and priests in his kingdom. They shall call you the servants of our God. You shall eat the riches of the Gentiles, and in their glory you shall boast. Instead of your shame, you shall have double honor, and instead of confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land you shall possess double. Everlasting joy shall be theirs. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery for burnt offerings. And right there, I just want to pause. God hates robbery. Even if you think, like, offering would be church, he hates robbery. So if you think it's for sacrifice, he's still saying, no, it's, it's, it's still no good, right? I will direct their work in truth, and I will make them an everlasting covenant. Their descendants shall be known among the Gentiles, and their offspring among the people. All who see them shall acknowledge them, that they are the posterity whom the Lord has blessed. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robes of righteousness, as a bridegroom decks himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorns herself with jewels. For as the earth brings forth its bud, and its garden causes the things that are sown into it to spring forth, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations. And I love that verse because to me it talks about depression. 
and there's not a whole lot of like depression in in the Bible that you kind of have to pull for it because it does, you know the word depressed I don't even think it's in there <laughs> not in that sense but it's so amazing to me and before brother Benjamin left he gave me um a vial that's like oil of gladness so if you guys want to be anointed with that oil let us know so we can do that for you I wanted to bring it and I forgot do you okay so yeah let us know because I think I speak for all the speakers we are here for you guys we love you and we want to walk with you and and just be partakers in God's kingdom what he has for us with you so uh, I'll try to do what Alex does and just write verses and let Holy Spirit do most of the talking. So I want to go to Matthew 19, 29. This is kind of chronological, so it's easy. Just, just keep flipping. <laughs> it's so funny, too. And we were so blessed by Faith coming on Friday, the women. I think I can speak for all the women that we were just inspired and encouraged with her story and her, her life. It's so amazing. You think you're doing great things for the kingdom, and then Faith and Bill come, <laughs> and you're like, whoa. <laughs> but it was, it was so awesome. So Matthew 19, 29 says, And everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my name's sake shall receive a hundredfold and inherit eternal life. So he's talking about a hundredfold right here now and eternal life that's just it's so amazing to me it blows my mind so and then I want to go to Romans 8 28 um, one of my favorite favorite verses and I wore my leggings for this special occasion I should know it by heart because it's such a good such a good verse yeah And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. So if you're here right now and Jesus is living in you and Holy Spirit is inside of you, are you called? Absolutely. So you are, are, are working. Other things that you are doing right now, God is working them for your good because you love him and he, he loves you so much more than we can ever, ever imagine. And I love the verse, too, that talks about um, we are more than conquerors. So when I think of a conqueror, I think of, like, some big, huge, physical, strong, you know, capable, mentally even person, warrior, man or woman, whatever. But we, God says we are more than that. Just imagine, like, it's just so, so awesome. I'll go ahead and read to verses 30 through 39. Did I give you that? Okay, sorry. So 29, for whom he foreknew, he also predestined to conform to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Not just some things, not just most things, but all things. He sh shall bring a charge against, who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died, and furthermore, it is also risen. Who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us? 
who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors. There it is, through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That to me is like one of the most comforting things you can you can read it's just so awesome so and then i have for you first corinthians 2 9 and 10 i hear her pages turning so <laughs> all right as it is written he has dispersed abroad he has given to the poor his righteousness endures forever now many who supply seed to the sower and bread for food, supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. That's also very comforting and not the right verse that I meant to. <laughs> Sorry, 1 Corinthians 2.9. I'm like, why doesn't that make sense? But it is written again, I has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit for the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. So I just I'm giving you verse after verse and I'm sure you guys have probably, you know, heard them all before many, many times. But I kind of want to in context, no matter what we're going through in this life, persecution, other people, judgment, whatever, sickness, trial, you know, loss, it's in the end, we, we win. So we are, we're, and we're blessed for it. So Ephesians 1, 3, blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heaven pl heavenly places of God, Christ, sorry. So I looked up blessing because I like to research words because I want to get the fullness of, of what it means. And so the, the first um, definition that I, I liked that made sense was the act of words or one that blesses give blessing right so and it also means approval or encouragement so we replace all these words with this right we have every all approval all encouragement and the second definition is a thing conducive to happiness or welfare we know he came to give life and abundant life so that's in every single area of your life he didn't just come to give us a mediocre life. He came to give us everything, everything in fullness. And grace is also synonym um, with blessing. So I looked that one up too. And of course, we talk about give the blessing at dinner or say grace. And it means unmerited divine assistance, virtue from God, a state of sanctification, again, approval, favor, mercy, pardon, privilege, disposition to act, of kindness, a courtesy, clemency, ease, and suppleness. So I really, I really like that a lot. How it all, how it all ties in with that. So, and you can read too if you want to do some homework. Ephesians is just a great, great book, and it talks a lot about our inheritance as Christ's, you know, His chosen ones, uh, believers. You have an inheritance. You are joint heirs 
with the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And there's, there's nothing better than that. There's no greater power than that. There's no greater comfort than that. It's just so, so amazing. And Ephesians 1, 22 says, He put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church. So that's you, right, church? Yeah. And then I love, I love my Jake. I put the note down. Is um, It talks about the 14-fold headship of Christ. So I wanted to read that to you real quick. So that includes all principality, right? All power, all might, dominion. We are to have dominion. Every name, every other name besides Jesus Christ has to bow down to Jesus Christ, right? Because he is, has the greatest name of all. This age, the age to come, all things, the church, every man, chief cornerstone, the people over all, his own house. So it was pretty, pretty awesome. It was like overwhelming. <laughs> so in, a, in such a good way. So I have for you two Ephesians 3.20. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. So there are no limitations on getting the things from God according to his promises, right? Unless you believe they are, there are. Like, I love what Curry Blake says about healing. There's no limitations on, on healing unless you think they are. That's the only stumbling block, right? Only hindrance. It's so awesome. And I love the verse of the day, too. If you guys have versions, they talk about, <laughs> that's going to look weird. They talk about um, Isaiah. We were talked about on Friday that, remember, she was, uh, Faith was talking about how his ways are not our ways, his, not our, our his thoughts are not our thoughts. But I like the verse that says his ways are above anything we could ever imagine. That is just, it's so awesome to think about. And, and we have the mind of Christ. You think, just think about that. So did I read Ephesians 3.20? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll read it again because <laughs> I love it so much. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above, above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us, right, Holy Spirit. So, and then I, this is kind of getting a little sidetracked, but I wanted to add it in there because it's, it's really good. First John two twenty seven. Again, I love John. I love that's probably my favorite gospel. Yeah, First John two twenty seven. Wait a second. I'm gonna slow down. But the anointing which you have received from him abides in you, and you do not need that anyone teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things, and is true, and is not a lie. And just as it has taught you, you will abide in him. So if you're abiding in Christ and he is abiding in you, which I think that's everyone here, right? I'm pretty sure we're all Christians. You're anointed. Like, that's what? That's amazing. I love that. So you don't need, like what Faith was talking about on Friday, you don't need a special anointing to do this or to do that. He's looking for availability, right? If you're available to just go and do what he, he wants you to do, he will back you up. He's not going to leave you there holding the bag, right? He's always right there. When you trust in him, that's when he says, okay, you're going to trust in me. Now I'm going to make your path straight. And it's, it's so awesome. So Revelation 1, 5 through 6 is the last one. I 
I like the one too about the the testimony. I don't know. I should have put that one down. That's okay. I won't add it. Anyways, Revelation one five through six. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over all the, all the kings of the earth. Doesn't say all, but you know. <laughs> to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and has made us kings and priests to his God and Father. To him be the glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So again, we have, he gave us, he was given from God all the power, all authority, all dominion over this earth, right? And when he died and resurrected, he gave it all to us. So we are supposed to walk in all power, all dominion, all authority over this earth, right? Over the king of this earth that doesn't even, he can't hold a candle to you. And of course, his followers can't either. So I just want to encourage you and and just just to really let you just marinate in his goodness and just remember that he is for you. He said he will never leave you nor forsake you. So if you think you're going through something rough, he's going to be right there with you. And he'll be there to hold your hand and walk you through it. And it's just, it's such an amazing thing. And I just wanted to encourage you with that. All right. Thank you, guys.